0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. Just nothing going on. Huh. Except for almost everything. Oh, Other than that, though, there's nothing going on. I had my hopes up, and now they're dashed. Other than, you know, the President of the United States and his administration trying to destroy uh, this nation within the first year of their administration, there's really nothing going on. Yeah. You know? Uh, The Supreme Court actually did something good, (laughs) if you can believe it. I, frankly, almost can't. But they just ruled that the generally accepted community caretaking responsibilities that police have, you know, for example, to search an abandoned vehicle for dangerous weapons, doesn't apply to homes. How about that? So this seems kind of like a Second Amendment ruling, but it was really a Fourth Amendment ruling. But it was nine to nothing. Wow. Nine nothing. The ruling came in a case brought by Edward Caniglia, a Rhode Island man who uh, charged that the police violated his Fourth Amendment rights by promising they wouldn't take his guns, but then immediately searched his home and took his guns, which kind of seems, uh, I don't know, illegal. In the United States of America, the dispute arose because Caniglia and his wife had argued, and during the course of the dispute, Edward Caniglia handed his wife an unloaded gun and told her to kill him. <laughs> so, that's not a really good beginning, maybe, to the evening with you and your wife. I mean, it's an icebreaker. I mean, yeah, it's maybe not ideal. It's maybe not optimal, as Stu might say. Uh, she left. Rather than kill him, she left and spent the night in a hotel, called the police in the morning. (laughs) Don't worry about him tonight. Wait till tomorrow and then call the police. If your husband is in that kind of shape, don't you call, like, I don't know, immediately after you leave the house? (laughs) Strange. (laughs) I think I'll sleep on it and I'll call in the morning and uh, we'll see how he's doing then. Uh, He may be long gone by then, right? Mm. Anyway, that's how she handled it. So they arrived at her home together, the, apparently the wife and the police, and found uh, Edward out on the porch. He agreed to go to a hospital for an exam on condition that officers leave his guns alone. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I'll go to the hospital, leave my guns alone. Okay. They promised they would, but immediately reneged and he sued. But Clarence Thomas uh, wrote that the officers violated the very core of the Fourth Amendment. What's reasonable for vehicles is different from what's reasonable for homes, he said. <clears throat> and I, I don't think it's necessarily reasonable for cars, vehicles either. Right.
2: I'm the, with you.
1: Uh, the ruling in practicality cuts down on the options police have for searching a home without a warrant, as it should. You shouldn't be able to search a home without a warrant. We're where did this come from that you can you can do that? Well, that comes from the uh, it, you know seizing our property all the time. Um, if they think that you might be a drug dealer, if you have too much cash on hand, that's almost illegal now. It's almost considered illegal to have cash on you if it's you know a, a large amount of money. If it's ten thousand dollars plus, uh, there's a really good chance they're going to take it from you if you're on the road. It's it's outrageous. The Biden administration had entered the case, which began in 2015, by arguing that police should be allowed to enter, search, and seize as they did. <laughs> the ultimate question in this case is, therefore, not whether the respondent officer uh, officer's actions fit within some narrow warrant exception, but instead whether those actions were reasonable, according to Biden's lawyers. Uh, Is there one single constitutional thing that this administration believes in? It doesn't seem like it to me. I don't
2: know, but the community caretaking exception feels like such a broad term. You could apply that Uh, to anything.
1: You really could. Anything. And they do. Mm -hmm. And they do. So the Supreme Court ruled nine to nothing. Nine, nothing. I mean, that doesn't happen often. I can't think of a time when it's happened in recent history. All the liberal judges voted with the uh, so-called conservative judges, who really don't mostly exist except for Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sam Alito. Mm-hmm. But that is amazing. So hats off to the U.S. Supreme Court for making a decent ruling. There's, there's something good, right? Yeah. yeah. it's a good... Yeah, and the way this was presented when it, before I read about it uh, completely was, it sounded like it was a Second Amendment thing, you know, because he took his guns. But it really wasn't. Uh, so it has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. That has not been protected. Don't worry about that.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, thing, no, no. that They still... certainly
1: haven't gone out on a limb to protect the no. Second Amendment.
2: Did you see the Supreme <clears throat> Court agree to take up uh, the Mississippi
1: case <gasps> on I abortion? I did see that. That makes me nervous. It makes you nervous? I, I'm nervous. Because I don't... Do you have confidence in this Supreme Court that they're going to rule the right way? Well, um... By the way, the Mississippi uh, case is that uh, Mississippi is trying to limit abortion after 15 weeks. Right. So you can have an abortion up to 15 weeks. Seems reasonable, right? If you want to compromise in the world of abortion. Seems reasonable. However, uh, Democrats are not reasonable on this issue anymore. Well, they never have been, but they're especially not reasonable now. In fact, they don't want any limit. On abortion. You can get an abortion for any reason at any time, almost anywhere. And uh, so this will be interesting to see what the Supreme Court says about 15 weeks, especially since Idaho just did the heartbeat bill. Oh, yeah. Where as soon as the heartbeat is detectable, you can't have an abortion. Wow. I expect that to wind up in the Supreme Court as well. Uh, because they believe you can, I mean, right up to birth, right up to and including birth, you right. can abort the baby. Yeah, That's what they want, and that's what they scream about all the time. And anything less than that, you're taking away the woman's right to choose. So what's
2: the what's the worst case scenario here? That things stay the way they are?
1: Yeah. Okay. I suppose
2: so. I mean, you're going to write off Roberts, right? Just because yes. he sucks. Yes. So you got Thomas. So that'll be you a good You got Thomas. One. Breyer sucks, so that's uh, one, four, and two against... Alito's great. That'd be two to two, Mm right? mm -hmm. Sotomayor, write her off, two to three. Kagan, write her off, two to four. So, got to get the last
1: three. Here we go. We got a rally here. Mm -hmm. Gorsuch? And Gorsuch, I think, might vote vote the right way. Okay. Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh, I'm a little less confident in, but maybe. Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, she's absolutely going to vote. So, you're
2: going to get at least three... Maybe five. So between three and five. So it's right. Huh. It could go either way. Could go five four. Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly I don't know off the top of my head, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch on
1: life. All hell will in fact break loose if they do uh, <laughs> if they do rule. I'm telling way. you, All Trump was loose.
2: the curveball that the left wasn't expecting. That's why they have to float this stupid expand the court thing because they thought it was gonna be Hillary's three picks. Yep. And that's why they came up with such a radical plan that... that Kind of revealed the mask more so than they would like. Speaking of abortion,
1: uh, super duper Catholic. He's, he almost wears a Catholic cape. He's so, 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 so very Catholic. Uh, Joe Biden <laughs> has removed the ban that Trump put in place on selling aborted baby parts. And the uh, federal funding of that heinous sin, really, of that unbelievable evil. Uh, It's unreal what this guy has done in the first, what is it, 125 or 30 days. Unbelievable. But there could be no more crystalline instance of the woke left's regress back into the evils of anti-civilization, barbarism, than the selling of aborted, unborn children's body parts for research. As the article says, this is scientific cannibalism. I like that term. That is good. Wherein the powerful preserve their own lives by killing the weak and preying upon their dismembered bodies. Well, when you put it like that, (laughs) of course it sounds bad. Mm -hmm. Recognizing this evil, in 2019, Trump and the Health and Human Services Department ended taxpayer funding for the use of corpses of of aborted unborn children. And they banned the National Institute of Health internal research team from using fetal tissue and installed ethics boards to oversee all future federally funded research. So not only did Biden end all of that, he also shut down the ethics board. Told them bye-bye. Because we don't need any ethics. Uh, Wow. So how did the washington post spin this i mean the washington post is uh unbelievable unbelievable during a uh, white house press briefing ewtn reporter owen jensen cited archbishop Nauman's statement that the hhs repeal of pro-life protections was deeply offensive to millions of americans for our tax dollars to be used for research that collaborates with an industry built on the taking of innocent lives. Uh, then they uh, Jen Psaki was asked, how does the White House respond to that criticism? She said, look, I think the White House respectfully disagrees. Wow. Another, another non-answer answer. Exactly. And so the Washington Post took it up because they realized that was woefully inadequate. Uh, so the Washington Post argued that This unbelievable evil practice is a moral matter that must be viewed through a partisan political prism. Quote, a rising group of right-wing U.S. Catholic (laughs) bishops is colliding with a very Catholic president who supports abortion rights. (laughs) I mean, again, this is just plain evil, period.
2: Wait, is it really?
1: Uh, yeah. You think
2: so? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Cardinal Tobin, Cardinal Joe Tobin of Newark, remember <laughs> he said that a person in good conscience could vote for Joe Biden as president.
1: That's stunning. Insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, with the Washington Post trying to spin these Catholic bishops as right wing kooks, and they try to spin, uh, they try to spin those bishops as less catholic than joe biden wow it's despicable to insinuate that this senile (laughs) (laughs) douchebag who picks and chooses what he wants and doesn't want from his faith uh that does not make him very catholic it makes him anti-catholic going against the stated doctrine of the church and yet now, the Washington Post spins it completely in his favor, even on a religious issue like this. <laughs> the cover that they provide for him on a continual basis is just stunning. It's stunning. And it's bringing the country down. So we need to take stands here. We need to stand firm and uh, not, not allow them to silence us through their racist claims through all the uh, uh insults that they toss our way of being against a woman's right to choose and women's reproductive rights and all that garbage. I don't I don't care if you're called a racist or uh anti-woman or whatever. We got to stand up to this stuff. It's it's killing our society. And if you think we're not going to be held accountable for this in the end by a higher power? <laughs> I think you're dreaming. <laughs> All thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, I just want to say that I believe in Glint. Glint has been a sponsor for a while now. And as your dollars are being eroded every day by hyperinflation and, and low interest rates, saving and spending in real gold with the Glint app and MasterCard, is becoming much more relevant. I mean, you get this great-looking MasterCard, and uh, all your purchases, then, are backed by gold. I love Glint, because, frankly, I don't, I don't trust the Fed. I don't trust crypto, necessarily. I don't trust our banks. I don't trust the stock market. And I certainly don't trust our government right now. So, I think buying more gold right now, uh, especially gold that I can spend... Even at the grocery store or a restaurant, is just a smart move. But here's where it starts to get really exciting. Glint is crowdfunding right now. They want you to be a part of their future and to grow with them. Just go to republic.co slash glint to find out more. So that's a that's what the British do. Instead of com, it's co. <laughs> yeah. Republic.co slash glint to find out more. <clears throat> if you qualify, you can invest in what I believe is the future of our money. While uh, a lot of people are enthralled with crypto, it just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And so if you uh, believe as I do, and you want your purchases backed by something real and something solid and something that will be anti-inflationary, uh, go to republic.co slash glint. Glint. You can buy, save, and spend real gold digitally.
3: Pat Gray
1: Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Texas B- Bizzle sent us uh, this after yesterday's show because of what Biden said. Let's see. It was the uh, Build Back Better, the Build Back Better thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: We have to do more than just Build Back Better. To build back, we have to build back better.
1: <laughs> we have to do more than build back better. Right. We have to build back better. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying there?
2: I do see what you're saying. And I think I made the comment that, you know, <laughs> listening to Biden speak is like trying to hear a kid pronounce spaghetti.
1: Right. So <laughs> we got this uh, yeah. meme. We we don't need, we don't just need baschetti. <laughs> we need baschetti. <laughs> there it is. Your president of the United yeah. States, Joe Biden. Yeah, because this is important to remember. We have
0: to do more than just build back better. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, build back, we have to build back better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just
2: power through, man.
1: We have to do more than build back better. We have to build back better. What well, part of that don't you understand? No, he's good. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, he's really good, didn't he? Was we, is he not called our North Star? In fact, oh yesterday?
2: yeah, so a lot of your audience picked up on a piece of the soundbite with Jen. Did, it in.
1: didn't hit us initially. <laughs> we but missed it. Let's go back and and circle back because a great to, question uh, we
2: could revisit as well from Peter yeah. Doocy.
1: Yes, let's do that. Go ahead. Thank you. There are a lot of questions about the timing of the CDC's announcement yesterday. So. Did somebody at the Biden administration or in the Biden administration update this guidance Mm -hmm. for political reasons? No. No. What was the medical or scientific (laughs) reason? What was the big breakthrough to do this yesterday?
0: well i know that dr walensky did an extensive number of interviews yesterday to answer exactly that question but as we've talked in here quite a bit about the cdc not just dr walensky but her entire team of health and medical experts Mm -hmm. are constantly reviewing the data to ensure that they can provide accurate and up-to-date guidance to the american people so Mm -hmm. based on three factors as she talked about yesterday Vaccines work in the real world. Yeah. We've seen a lot of studies done on that, including internally in the federal government. Yeah. Vaccines stand up to the variants, which at various times has been a concern about uh, the need to continue to masking to mm. mask even as you sure. after sure. you're vaccinated. Uh-huh. And vaccinated people are less likely to transmit the virus. That's how they came Uh to the decision. And that's what she conveyed yesterday when she announced the
2: decision.
1: Just looking at the CDC's website on the way up here, only 45.6% of U.S. adults have been fully vaccinated as of yesterday. Only 58.9% of the adult population has at least one dose. So What happened to President Biden saying in March that he thought Mm, mm -hmm. lifting mask mandates before every adult American goes and gets a shot is Neanderthal thinking? Ah.
0: Well, first, let me say that the president, our North Star, has been listening to the guidance of our health and medical experts and
1: teams. And that's exactly
0: what we're doing. Biden's not
1: the North Star. Oh, no. The North Star is the incredible guidance we've received <laughs> from the CDC. The ever-changing a... guidance? So the North Star is constantly yeah. moving? Well, sometimes the North Star is south. And then sometimes it's no. east. Occasionally it's west. No, 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 no. And then it'll go back north again.
2: No? No? no, it's supposed to. No. I think. Really?
1: I'm so pretty the north sure Star, the North Star is. You go north I... to the North Star? What, what are you, a cop?
2: Me <laughs> you asking me all these questions? <laughs> Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh, this administration is the worst in every sure imaginable is. way. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. For some reason, this uh, Biden clip is circulating again, but it came from last year. Uh, but yeah. he said something absolutely outrageous. We didn't
2: see this at the last time. Last year,
1: I, I don't think we ever played this. And it was
2: making the rounds on Twitter last night, and I thought, man, we should probably...
1: Yeah, bring this up. Uh, remind people about what he said about George Floyd's death and the impact but it had. But even
3: Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact
0: that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did.
1: Holy cow. And I love the dangling mask uh, yeah. on his ear. That's I mean, a that's, good look.
2: That's worth the clip
1: it's itself look. without any audio. It's just the little mask dangling off of his face. Look at George this. Floyd's death had a bigger impact than MLK's assassination. This is the uh this is the destruction bit by bit of Martin Luther King's legacy. Mm. They've been chipping it away at him for years now, and they're discounting him and discrediting him in every possible way, it seems. And maybe
2: he's right if it's going negative, negative impact, sure. Sure. Right. But that's not maybe. how he means it. He means it in no. a
1: positive sense. Yeah, he does. Yeah, to diminish Martin Luther King and his assassination and everything he stood for and did as far as civil rights are concerned, and make it lesser than George, what George Floyd had happened to him, that's incredible. That's just incredible. But it fits into their deification of all the victims. Yeah, you know, and it fits into negating again the message from Martin Luther King, which they don't agree with anymore. They just they don't buy it. Martin Luther King would not have a place in their movement right now. He just wouldn't. Not if he still believed the things he believed then. So true. Content of character over color of skin. Nope. Sorry. Color of skin is everything now. Don't you dare be colorblind. I want you to see it everywhere you go and in everything you do. So weird
2: how that message has just changed. Ah,
1: Completely. Uh, Completely. It's Uh, a 180. It's a complete 180.
2: I thought I would do the show, uh, the rest of the program, the way the president uh, talks to people. Oh yeah, he leaves his mask dangling off. Like he he, he, he lost that look after a couple weeks. I think somebody told him, "Man, you look just ridiculous. You look ridiculous. You sound stupid." That's mm-hmm. that's enough. We don't need you looking stupid too, Joe.
1: You look like a moron, Joe. Is that <laughs> what you're going for? Because <laughs> <like>
3: <laughs> oh boy,
1: ah oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um you have you noticed the uh amount of coverage UFOs are getting lately? Mm-hmm. UFOs or UAPs, whatever you want to call them, unidentified aerial phenomena is oh, wow. how the military uh refers to them. But UFOs is what we all know them as. Uh sixty minutes over the weekend, I believe it was just this weekend, had uh a guy on who was researching UFOs and UFO phenomena for the government uh, I believe for the military and uh, there's another 180 that has been done the Pentagon rather than denying all of this stuff and just attaching weather balloon to everything they can't explain uh, they're completely admitting it now that yeah UFOs exist we don't know exactly what they are but they're definitely real uh, did, so, did
2: you happen to see this entire sixty minutes thing? I didn't watch uh, the whole
1: man because it looks. I, I watched just, this segment.
2: Right, huh? I was just jumping
1: around. I got to go back mm. and watch the whole thing because it looks. The segments interesting, fascinating. It is really fascinating. Yeah. Here's here's part of it.
4: Imagine a technology that can do six to seven hundred g forces, that can fly at thirteen thousand miles an hour, that mm. uh, it can evade radar, mm-hmm. and that can fly through air and water, and possibly space, and, oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, mm-hmm. no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. That's precisely what we're seeing. It's
1: amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh. That's amazing. Uh, the things that he mentions, it going 13,000 miles an hour, uh, if it's in space, it goes a lot faster than that, because to get from one planet to another, uh, that is you know, populated, that has life, you, you had to travel a really long way.
2: How do we know they're going from planet to planet? Yeah, we do, Perhaps right. they live under Perhaps the sea. they do. I We've mean, you seen. saw the thing yesterday. Right. The that craft went to the water. Right in. Maybe it went through the Earth's surface into its alien <laughs> cave. You don't know. I don't know. So it, it may not need I to go know. from planet to planet.
1: Very true. They're among us. 13,000 miles an hour, 6 to 700 G-force, he said, something like that. Uh, And goes from air to water. It can go through all of that stuff. That's nothing that, come on, the Russians can't do that. The Chinese can't do that. We can't do that.
2: The thing that really stuck with me was no obvious signs of propulsion.
1: Oh, yeah. No wings, (laughs) no propulsion, no exhaust coming from it. Amazing. So how does that work? They obviously have some sort of technology that Mm -hmm. is just a tad beyond ours. Just a tad. But it's interesting because after, what, 70, 80 years of denials Mm -hmm. of everything that people saw or recorded, no, sorry, that's ridiculous. Now they're finally admitting it, that it actually is real. And it
2: doesn't sound like the upper echelon of our military No, they're not saying it's us, right? And you just said it's not Russia and China. Have we ruled out Trinidad and Tobago? (laughs) Because, I mean, you know, they've been probably working on stuff. Uh, Have they? Sure.
1: Uh, Other than like bikinis? Go with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're working on it. What is it with that country? Why does it
2: get an an Why is it one name? I I don't know. But two names?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Just combine them. Pick one
2: Trinobago. Or something. Just don't be doing the and. Yeah. Not really, That's always bugged me. I don't know. I care for that. But I, I, I don't know, man. I just know it's fascinating. It is. And I really hope this June report is not as you say it will be. But I've been alive long enough to know that it will be completely redacted. redacted. Yep. <laughs> we won't learn a thing from it. Yeah. Like, Marco Rubio might get to read the full report. And then he'll go Maybe. on TV for us. Because he's the one that slipped that into that... That was the only good thing that came out of that, like whatever bill It was one of those uh, bailout bills. Right. He slipped that in there. Okay, I'll play this game. We'll put the little UFO report and get released, and if nothing else, at least he will set eyes on it and then go on TV and talk to us.
1: Mm-hmm. I hope so. But if you know if it is completely redacted, we already know certain things uh, from Alex Jones that we didn't know prior. I was
3: told on air mm-hmm. and off
1: air. By on the on.
3: second person to walk on the moon, okay. Buzz Aldrin, mm-hmm. that there was an obelisk on the lone moon of Mars. Wow. Indeed, like 2001 Space Odyssey. Indeed. Sending out a signal towards a Saturn, sh- signal. not Jupiter.
1: And- by the way, can somebody let Alex know there's no H in the word signal? No H. Huh. All right, sh- signal.
3: And he then went on further... On air and also off air. Right. When I when I met with him personally once and also had a phone call with him okay. until people clamped down on him. Yeah. Because his secretary was a big listener. Okay.
1: Okay. Who That's can believe that there were the way,
3: big underground fact. lakes, not just frozen <laughs> water, mm-hmm. on Mars with its southern <laughs> and northern ice caps. Caps. And that there's no. There was also underground even. water on the moon, and I, I talked right. about this before it He's broke. Talked about it before Buzz Aldrin told me when I was out in L.A. Buzz told him. This is like 10
1: years ago now.
3: He said, Yeah, in about a year, they're going to launch an Indian probe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're going to launch an
3: Indian probe.
1: An Indian probe. They're going to pay extra for that. Launch an Indian probe
3: into the surface,
1: like a meteorite
3: of the moon, to then eject up the water particula and prove the theory that there are underground lakes.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, in addition to all of that, we also have this stunning information. This
2: may strike your listeners as way out, but mm, we no. actually believe that there is a colony
1: on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride.
2: That's uh, not so okay. That once they
1: get to That's Mars, not okay. they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. No alternative. I bet they don't have
2: to wear masks when they go to school, though, on Mars. <laughs>
1: he didn't get into that yeah i wish he would well that
2: was pre-pandemic but i, I bet even today they don't have to worry about COVID protocols on right. that
1: planet and here's another big issue why did it take these people 20 years to get to mars when it's like a three-month journey why? Why? And he refers to them as kids
2: in the present tense. Yeah, aren't they adults by now?
1: You would think so. Like yeah, if it's
2: been twenty-year yeah. trip.
1: Unless they're in cryogenic sleep and they didn't age during the trip.
2: So Buzz Aldrin's still alive, by the way. Oh yeah, ninety-one. I know. Yeah, and and uh, was also apparently the first. Come on, first person to urinate on the moon. Before ascending oh, the ladder, he was the first person you knew with some difficult Stop
1: okay. it. All I right. can't take it. Didn't that's uh, too much information <laughs> right there. Didn't need to know. It.
0: Pat Ray. If
1: you know anything about Buzz Aldrin, you know he's he's quite a character. And uh yeah. He has boasted about peeing on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it is true. I have missed this in my life. He beat his pants on the moon. Huh. Well, Al Roker's done worse.
4: You pooped in your pants. I I pooped my pants. Right,
1: right. At least he didn't do that. But he didn't go behind some tree, you know, on the moon or a big rock or get into a crater. Would have been hard to get it behind a tree, of course, on the moon. Um, that that would be a whole nother story, uh, and a pretty big one, I would think.
2: We should probably take some potted plants up there, you know,
1: and just plant just, them. Well, just decorate
2: grow. it. I mean, I don't. It'll yeah. be
1: ridiculous.
2: You don't plant potted plants. It
1: could stand a little color up there. Really, plants, could. It's a lot of grayness. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he he did pee his pants on wow. the moon. So that's the yeah, country must be proud. And and I think I am. Uh, I, I can't speak for the entire nation. I mean, that's an American thing to do. But I I am. I'm yep, proud. we were here. Darn proud.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, the things you can find out. I I maybe people uh, knew about this before. Maybe this yeah, is well I known. I
2: but I didn't. I mean, this is. I think that fact mm. alone is why the internet was created.
1: Exactly. So that we can find out. that yes. Buzz Aldrin. Important information like this. <clears throat> And then it led me to <clears throat> look into, well, yeah, because there's not a bathroom on the spaceship, right? Or on the lunar lander, anyway. Uh, the lunar module would not have had uh, a bathroom. So what exactly are they doing? God. Yeah. 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 They use a little plastic bag system, apparently. <laughs> can't be, it, that can't be pleasant. <laughs> oh, my yeah, I, some of the things you don't think about normally in space travel. Well, how
2: long are you gonna be in the lunar module, though? You know what I mean. Like how uh-huh. long from that to the other? Right. Like how long? Till
1: they connect with the command ship. Yeah. How, what's that all about? Uh, it wasn't all that long. Because
2: I've like, been in one of those little lunar modules, and it's tight for one person, much less. Yeah. How many three of them they had in there? What? Two.
1: Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two would go down, and the third stayed up so we could. Yeah. You know, they'd have a ship to get home. Otherwise, they would have had to call a space Uber, and those take some time. You know, probably would have probably been a little expensive as well.
2: Well, not if you're splitting it with the other astronaut. Uh, it helps. It definitely helps. 888 mm-hmm.
1: 900 Apparently, the uh, dispute over the new mask guidelines is escalating partisan rancor in the House because obviously Nancy Pelosi is going to be obstinate about this. And demand that they still wear masks on the House floor. (laughs) Stop it. The latest in a series of events that has further split the two parties to the point that new partisan ethics complaints are flying and the idea of working together on major legislation seems far out of reach. Shortly after CDC officials dropped the mask requirement in an afternoon press conference, Uh, dozens of House Republicans wrote to Pelosi demanding she do the same in the House where masks have been mandatory since July 30th of last year. Wow. United States Congress must serve as a model to show the country we can resume normal life through vaccination. That's uh, according to the Republican note they sent her. Let's follow the science and get back to work. (laughs) Yeah, following the science only works. They only want to follow it when they like the science. If they don't like the science, forget the science. We'll go completely against it. And she is refusing to drop it. Uh, She told lawmakers in a memo on Friday, mask must be worn on the House side of the Capitol until all lawmakers and floor staff are fully vaccinated. Shut up. That could take some time. You
2: know, uh, Beth Van Dunn right here was the mayor of Irving. Now is a congresswoman up there. Yep. Uh, she defied that. She went without a mask, and they're fining her $500, and she doesn't care. And that's how you're going to get this to change, is by just standing up individually and then become becomes so overwhelming mm-hmm. that they're like, all right, we'll drop the mask mandate.
1: Or will they? Yeah, well, I you could, know... I could imagine Pelosi being so obstinate.
2: You start a GoFundMe for these representatives who don't want to wear a mask up there? Mm-hmm. I imagine it get some support to pay their fines.
1: Yeah, Maybe. Uh, But they are obsessed with the mask thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Look at this woman; she's fun. Um, Oh, is this the lanyard lady? Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, here's her vaccine thing. Yeah. Oh no. Getting ready
4: to go into Target, and she's got a mask on. Pause it for a second. Okay.
1: She's in a car. Yeah. With a mask on. Presumably her car. I don't think she's driving, but still, you're you're in a car with somebody you probably know very well, maybe even live with. And you get the mask on. And you're doing a video.
2: Or alone. You're Let's still see doing it. it.
4: But I'm keeping mine on. Oh, she pulled I it I am. I'm not ready. Oh. I'm not, not too ready. Much. It's too, too much. soon.
2: <laughs> Wait, but your what? glorious CDC says it's cool. It's too soon? It's too soon, Pat.
1: <laughs> you're not 14 ready? 14
2: months is not hmm. enough time to conceal your face.
1: All right, well, putting. You keep that mask on. You wear it for the rest of your life, in fact.
2: More power to you.
1: Yeah. It'll protect you. It'll protect you from everything. So I would never take it off. I would never change what you're doing right now. Stay away from people and keep that mask on, even though you've been obviously vaccinated.
2: Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obsessed with, with the mask because it's a pacifier. That's because, so you know, weird. It, literally, it's like their little security blanket now. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, And then on top of that, now that they're allowed to take their masks off because their church of the CDC has said it's okay, um, now they want to make sure they can still figure out how to label the rest of us in society. So then you've got the lady with the vax card and the lanyard. Let's see that charm. For
5: those of you not knowing what to do with your fully vaccinated card, get a lanyard. Okay. Insert said card into said lanyard. Is that when you're around your neck, stick it in your shirt oh, so when how about you, you do stick go it somewhere, um, and people think you're Republican, you can pull it out and prove you're not. Nice.
2: <sighs> See, so in other words, I'm not putting it in here so uh, it's easy access, all that stuff. I'm no. putting it in here so you don't think I'm a Republican. See, thanks, we're on to you. you you've 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 um, out virtued yourself with that one. It's just pathetic, man. These people are pathetic. And by the way, don't get a lanyard. What you want to do is actually you want to laminate your card.
1: What you should do is iron it to your forehead. Mm. That's what you should do. Make yeah. it right. Just completely uh, uh, burn it into your skull. Just burn it into your skull. And that then, then that'll show you're not a Republican. Okay? Huh. Yeah, then nobody's going to think you're a Republican. No. They really won't. No, you just think you brand escaped. yourself with your stupid <laughs> vaccination card, and we won't think you're a Republican. No, we'll I just, promise.
2: We'll think uh, <clears throat> someone escaped from the mental ward. Wow.
1: You know, I read this article the other day uh, that the CDC director, uh, Wilensky, Rochelle Walensky, said that... Uh, Americans might find it hard to let go of wearing masks. And I thought, what? What are you, asinine? That is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Who's going to? Well, now we've just seen people who are oh, yeah. not going to ever let go of the mask wearing. Jeez. It is. It, it's. I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised because it's been headed this direction. <clears throat> but the uh, complete meltdown of people on the left is is here. It's here. Uh, Walensky made the remarks on the Today Show the other day following the CDC's announcement <clears throat> about the mask wearing mandate being dropped. Um, but <clears throat> they're claiming it's still good policy for someone to wear a mask, even if they've been vaccinated. And if it makes you feel good like these people uh, in these videos, then you just wear it the rest of your life. OK, I'm just going to give you permission now, right now. Just wear it the rest of your life. OK, uh, that's wonderful.
2: I mean, and that's that's their right. Right? Uh, you know, it's like, yep. Want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. I mean, I think you look like an idiot, but whatever. I mean, it's your call. It's wh- too soon. Wh- what do you mean it's too soon? It's too
1: soon. I just can't face it. I can't face life with a ma- without a mask. But, it's but too the soon. CDC. It's too soon. <laughs> I got to see her one more time. Okay. Amazing. It's amazing. The too soon lady? Yeah, the too soon chick with the uh, <laughs> with the mask. It's just inconceivable.
4: Getting ready to go into Target. I know they say we can take off the mask, mm. but. I'm keeping mine on. I am. I'm not ready. It's too much. (laughs) Too soon.
1: Too much. Too soon.
3: You look like an idiot.
1: And why why do you feel the need to do a video about that? All right, just keep your mask on and go into Target. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) So let's use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Sure. All right, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. With corporations meddling... Uh, in our republic, and canceling free speech, we need to support companies that support our values and believe in the Constitution. If you haven't already, go to patriotmobile.com slash pat right now. When you switch today and bring your own phone, you'll get 50% off your first two months, plus a free Patriot starter kit. While you're there, enter to win a free phone and cellular service for life. Wow, that'd be awesome. All the details are on my special page patriotmobile.com/pat so go there and check this out. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage, uses the same towers as all the major carriers do so you get the same great service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget including multi-line discounts. Switching's really easy. Go to patriotmobile.com/pat or call their US-based customer service team at 972 patriot. 972 patriot. Veterans, first responders, you'll save even more. So make that switch today. Get the discount, the free starter kit, and a chance to win. Sell service for life with the offer code PAT. That's PatriotMobile.com PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Uh, it's great to have you with us. So the uh, the unrest in the Middle East continues. And, of course, uh, the left is taking sides with the uh, Palestinians. And it's uh, fascinating that they can do this. It's, it's amazing how every single time something flares up over, o- over there. And the Israelis are attacked. So they respond. Every single time they side with the Palestinians. Now, there's an interesting theory as to why that's the case. Where is that little uh, opinion piece about what? It's just a tweet, yeah. Uh, This is is great. The left loves to support Palestine because it gives them an excuse to express their anti-Semitism without negative social consequences. It's from Alice Smith. That's perfect. Is that not dead on the money? I think that perfectly uh, sums up what's going on. So good. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, there's been these protests worldwide now. In support of Palestine. In support of the
1: Palestinians. Yeah. Uh, Plus, the people were filmed uh, driving through London the other day in a convoy of cars shouting over loudspeakers. Yeah. One of them was yelling, F the Jews, rape their daughters. And interestingly enough, some of that has been going on. Yep,
2: yep, yep. Uh, You want to do the... There's a Canadian man who was... uh, He's a Jewish man who was beaten there uh, by
1: Muslim youths. Attacked by Palestinian protesters. Uh, Somebody attacked a police cruiser in California. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's that video. Play anything you want from these. Okay, okay, There's a here's the police cruiser in
2: California. He's just trying to get through. He's like, Alright, move.
1: Move. Get out of the way. Get out of
2: the way. <laughs> what do you mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Stop.
1: This is what they do. This is what they do.
2: Stop, stop. I love these guys trying to stop the car. The stop.
1: It's his fault. Yeah. Oh, it's they're totally in fault. the road. He's begging them to get out of the way. And, oh, now they're oh. desperately injured.
2: And that's how they spun it. Every every pro-Palestinian Twitter account over the weekend oh was tweeting this out. <clears throat> California cop runs down, mows over. Oh, shut up, you.
1: No, he, he didn't. He told them to get out of the way because he's coming through. And that's what he did. Yeah, and when they fell, <clears throat> they fell. They weren't mm-hmm.
2: run over. No. Oh, I can't.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. They they do so much of this uh, faking stuff, so much pretending, so much propaganda that I don't believe anything they say. I mean, this goes back. Where,
2: where did they learn how to do that? They learned to do it from the Palestinians themselves when right. they would you know, do the fake caskets and fall out on the road and then get back into the casket and then keep going. I mean, this yep. stuff
1: they've learned. That's why every time I see uh, footage of what's going on and it's in Gaza City. And they've either either got four guys, one on each corner of a stretcher running towards an ambulance or the ambulance is pulled up to the hospital and they're all running into the hospital. You have no idea what happened to these people, if anything really did happen to these people. Right. uh, Why they're going in. I mean, this could be a heart attack victim. I don't know what it is. And they fake this and they've been caught at it a million times. Yep. So I just, I don't believe any of it.
2: Yeah, so they do the fakery, but yet they do the attacking like in Canada where they attack this old man. And this tweet says, it says that, oh Oh, yeah, by the way, they also sexually assaulted a young Jewish girl. But meanwhile, we're supposed to be on their side? The world is nuts, man. I seriously
1: don't understand it. I don't understand it.
2: And then we talk about it being worldwide. We talk about there's a, uh, a Jewish YouTuber in britain who i guess said something bad about palestine that they didn't like how dare he so what should you do should you should you get in a a, a discussion online or maybe have a little argument or something no you
1: need to show up at his house oh. and destroy
2: it
3: Abu Lait, oh who disrespect our brothers and sisters of palestine disrespect the brothers and sisters of palestine
2: yeah. so we're gonna throw rocks through his family's window we're gonna go into his house and destroy everything How are you on this side? And what does the tweet say? It's just a way to be anti-Semitic and get away with it. I mean, they go into this guy's house. His family is in there. Look at this. Going upstairs. Look at him. God knows what they did in there. I just... Britain, this is why we own guns in America.
1: These are the good guys, though, huh? These oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're downtrodden. The
2: right? The, yeah. the poor Palestinian yeah. cause needs well, to be supported.
1: Israeli apartheid, you know? So, I don't know what to tell you. They won't give back Judea or Samaria. They won't do it. And uh, we all know that to clearly be Palestinian territory. Judea. <laughs> it's... Uh, hard to take. What a world! Hard huh? to take. What a world! The triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With your thoughts on Pat Gray Unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Have some tweets here. Of Vax Ed Professor. Tweets. I think they, the Palestinian protesters. I think they learned the car, the cop car flop, from watching LeBron play basketball. Nice. <laughs> I mean, is there a bigger flopper? Nice. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And uh, this from Jeremy. Antifa, uh, uh, Palestinian protesters, and in Antifa are just rejected soccer players. See that ties into the flopping thing. <laughs> Soccer players flop all the time. Yes, Oh, i Nobody was within 15 feet of you. Oh, oh no! He kicked me in the droid. Yeah, But he wasn't even near you.
2: You soccer apologists, I swear. Yeah. Oh, Is man.
1: there a sport where they fake more than that? I don't think so. Oh, gosh. But it's happening a lot now in the NBA, and mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, the mask in the car lady uh, got this from Stinky Biscuit. She's an even bigger idiot because Target said they'll still make people wear masks even after they don't need to.
4: That's
2: right. She's like, well, I'm going into Target. I got to leave my mask on. i ready to go
4: into Target. I know they say we can take off the mask, but Um, but I'm keeping mine on. (laughs) I am. I'm not ready.
1: Thank you for sharing that. It's too much. Too soon. We're wondering.
2: Yeah, you got to get ready for that dangerous walk across the parking lot from your car to the door, too. My gosh. Leave it on, lady. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rowdy introvert. <sighs> Fully vaccinated employees no longer have to wear masks at my work. Naturally immune through infection. Still required to wear masks. Isn't that like rewarding blondes, but only if you dye your hair blonde? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice. That's a good analogy. Great.
2: Yeah. And, you know, Costco. It's good is forcing their employees to get the vaccine now and get away from my medical records. Mm. You know, if, if employees bend over to their employers about this vaccine, then the customers are next. We're next. Yep. So if you push back as an employee, mm-hmm. then you'll save the rest of us some trouble. And this goes with every business. It's just, no.
1: I don't see how they can require you to do that as a condition of employment after you've already been employed at the place. Now, if they want to make that uh, from this point on, you know, I guess that's their prerogative. You think that's okay? I that, don't think it's okay, but okay. they can legally do it. But they certainly shouldn't make people who already work there get a vaccination to keep their job, that, because that wasn't a condition of the job when they were hired.
2: Okay, so which vaccines should an employer, even a potential employer, require their employees get? Where do we draw that line?
1: No idea. No idea since I'm not an employer requiring gotta get that, my employees uh, to do it.
2: Got to get your uh, COVID shot. Got to get your flu shot. Mm-hmm. Got to get your uh, preventative, um, uh, uh, what's the uh, cervical cancer one that they make high school girls get? Mm-hmm. We're going to force you to do that? I mean, mm-hmm. where do we draw this line? How about you stay out of my medical records across the board?
1: Like the law says, actually, the HIPAA law, uh-huh. or as Jeffy loves to call it, the HIPPO. The law. HIPAA laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yesterday, it was announced Biden administration will send 20 million doses of FDA authorized vaccines overseas. So uh, we've got that going for us. Wait,
2: that's, that's good. Be fun. Does that mean that, yeah. that we're done here? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: We can stop having politicians and celebrities uh-huh. try to shove this crap down our throats. If we've got enough to spare, 20 million overseas, then I guess they can leave us alone here in America. We're now. all
1: set now. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, Biden had a message for those of us in this country who aren't vaccinated (laughs) yet. Oh, did he? Yeah, this is good stuff.
4: ...flare-ups
0: yeah. could occur, but okay. if the unvaccinated get vaccinated, mm-hmm. they will protect themselves and other right. unvaccinated people around okay. them. All right.
2: If they do not, they states with low vaccination rates may see those rates
0: go up, may see this progress reversed. Right. Ultimately, those who are not oh. vaccinated uh-huh. will end up paying the price.
1: Oh. The Uh-oh. vaccinated will oh, continue wow. to
0: be protected against severe uh-huh. illnesses. But others may not be if you're not vaccinated. So
1: if you're not vaccinated, you could pay a price. You won't be able to go anywhere or do anything. Also, you might be arrested. Maybe it will put you in prison forever. And hmm. You just stay away from the rest of the populace. Oh, maybe there's a vax tax
2: coming, huh?
1: No Who tax. Who knows where they could go from here? Uh, would anything surprise you? No. These these people are the worst. Mm-hmm. This might be the worst administration in the history of America. I mean, what they've already done to set us back and and to uh, contribute to the destruction of this country in the first 130 days is outrageous. W- what can they accomplish in the first term? Uh, it's frightening to think.
2: I don't want to give them any ideas, but I, I don't put it past this government to have an extra line in the IRS form that says, put your VAX number here. And then we won't charge you a vax tax. We're going gonna to verify sure. this. We're going to cross-check it. And all of a sudden... I see that. Oh, my gosh. Your medical records and your tax records are one and the same.
1: But we all know the vaccine to be safe and effective. Yeah. It's the wonderful thing. So you shouldn't be afraid of it. You should go get a vaccine. Uh, you should take... Well, I don't care. Take them all. Just to be sure. You know, get the Johnson & Johnson and the Pfizer and the Moderna. And then maybe even AstraZeneca... And, and then you're going to be quadruply protected. You won't even right? get
2: so much as a sniffle for the rest of your life.
1: No, you'll never get sick again. <clears throat> or you'll grow a tail and die. Yeah, one of the other. Yeah, well, we, we're not sure, but it'll be one of those things. Mm-hmm. Or you just might become magneto. Uh, apparently, there's uh, some sort of magnetized thing happening. These we're... videos are making the rounds. <laughs> I don't know how this is possible but people are putting like a metal object on their arm where they were vaccinated and it's sticking
2: COVID vaccine oh
1: magnet the f-
2: they're putting a Bank magnet magnet like magnet on
1: their arm <clears throat> other side okay what do you got other side again oh whoa but okay, but that just it's happened just to the, one person. It's just that's, the one. Don't worry about it. There's.
0: So people are saying if you uh-huh. have the COVID shot.
1: Yeah.
5: That's a magnet and it sticks to your arm. That's not <laughs> funny.
1: That's that's not funny. How could Why? See I mean. Nowhere else. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> How weird is that? I I don't know what that means. Uh. That means that you'll never lose your car
2: keys again, Pat. <laughs> Just slap it on your arm. Slap
1: them to your arm. Pull that sleeve down and you're good. Yeah, perfect. I (laughs) Isn't that weird? That's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Why would that happen?
2: Corby, you got the vaccine, but we experimented yesterday
1: on your arm and didn't work? uh, Didn't work. I am non magnetic. Ah, darn it. No, man, you got shipped, dude. Would have been really, really cool. Uh (laughs) Oh. But no.
2: I wonder if that's a specific that's what I don't know.
1: Was that like the Johnson
2: and Johnson? What'd you get, by the way? I got the Moderna. So he got Moderna. So and did you get you? Out.
1: You got sick afterwards, or did yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. For how long? Just a day. Like, what kind of sick? Were you just achy? Just real tired. Like I had a fever, but I didn't. And I went to bed, and it was better. Oh, okay. Well, that's not terrible. I mean, that's that. Was that
2: a day that uh, you worked with Jeffy? Because that's probably how you feel typically on a Wednesday or a Friday. It was a Thursday. Oh, no. Here. So it was definitely the vaccine. Okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. It could have been just being in the same close quarters with Jeffy. Yeah, you just never know. You never
1: know. You never know. Uh, hey, Patrice Colors says the housing market is a... She's obviously the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. Uh, she's telling us that the U.S. housing market is a, quote, bastion of white supremacy, unquote, after... You know, this is after she bought her four homes recently. Four. <laughs> but, like, you can't do that if you're not white, except for her, I guess. Uh, Self described Marxist blasted the American housing market as a bastion of white supremacy weeks after spending millions on real estate, snagging four high end homes worth an estimated $3.2 million. That was just for her family. She's trying to take care of her family. Then she did that resort where it was, how much was it? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. Uh, it was like $26,000 a night or something, and she was doing some resort with a bunch of people.
2: That's right. I'll find that out.
1: She shared uh, these little pieces of wisdom with uh, NPR in a documentary Detailing the historical racism of the American housing market and suggesting that black homeownership, presumably including her own, was a way to disrupt white supremacy. Uh, Thank you, NPR, for highlighting the history of racism inside of the housing market and why black homeownership has always been a way to disrupt white supremacy. Jeez. So, if you want to watch this compelling documentary, it's gonna—it's called "We Hold These Truths," and that—that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be some good watching, I'm sure. It's amazing uh, the hypocrisy that comes. She's just unashamedly a flaming hypocrite. Over and over and over, everything she says uh, goes against everything she actually does. Eh, but her, her. People don't care. I guess the people that are following her in the Black Lives Matter movement, they don't seem to care about it. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Of course, we've got a few other things to worry about. Like, I don't know, the skyrocketing price of everything, mm-hmm. including gas. Just filled up my tank on the way in this morning. 70 bucks to fill up the tank. Uh, okay, that's, that's starting to hurt now.
2: Yeah, but you don't have President Mean Tweets going on, right? No. You don't have, you know, That's Donald right. Trump tweeting That's out right. mean stuff
1: and affordable yeah. gas and mm-hmm.
2: affordable food, affordable mm-hmm. everything, but at
1: least the mean tweets have
2: stopped. <laughs> but you got everything which was else. important,
1: right? It was that sure. was critical sure. to our way of life. I
2: mean, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a uh, reasonable fill up at the pump? Yeah. Or would you rather have a Twitter devoid of uh, no, Donald Trump? No, I'd rather Trump the tweets?
1: Twitter for sure. See? Yeah, you're right about that. It's called
2: priorities, Pat.
1: Right. It's I, time you get yours in a row. I was feeling sorry for myself. Now you've put put it into perspective. So, I'm okay now.
2: Glad I could help.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liz Cheney is have you noticed that she's uh, saying that she's going to block him from ever running again? I don't know how she's going to do that, but uh somehow she's made that vow. She got removed, obviously. We didn't I don't think we mentioned that yesterday mm-hmm. cuz as Dan Crenshaw said, uh people don't care about Liz Cheney. They care about the skyrocketing gas prices and the prices at the grocery store. That's what people care about right now. Um, And I think that's true. Inflation and gas prices affect my life a heck of a lot more than Liz Cheney does. Crenshaw explained during an interview on NBC's Meet the Press that he felt the whole situation with Liz Cheney being voted out of her leadership position was drama, clarifying that he felt that a lot of people were getting increasingly frustrated with her because she kept demanding that everybody else start apologizing. She refuses to apologize, which is fine. I don't think she should. But then she demands that everyone else does, Mm. which is very, very true. Uh, Prior to the secret ballot vote, Cheney had reportedly told the House Republican Conference that she was not going to apologize for her vote to impeach former President Donald Trump. The thing that does bug me about her is that she doesn't criticize Democrats at Isn't all. Isn't that
2: interesting? Yes. She doesn't
1: criticize You're Democrats absolutely right. for anything. <clears throat> She's not worried about the Marxism. She's not worried about the terrible uh, domestic policies or the uh, or the fact that, that they're funding abortion overseas now and funding baby body parts being sold. Uh, I, I mean, she doesn't care about any of that, but she cares about attacking Donald Trump. That's what pisses me off. If she had some priority uh y- you know th- that was obvious where she just defends principles but she doesn't. She just goes after Trump because she hates him. I'm sure the red
2: state of Wyoming could do better. Yeah, I hope they do. I think. I mean I granted there's do. like four people in the whole state so maybe they can't but it just feels like there's probably <clears throat> Somebody better? Somebody better.
1: Yeah, Even among those so. four that live there. You would think Gotta so. Be. Uh, at least two of them should be able to come up with you would think somebody, put their heads together and say, hey, uh, Bob down the street could do better than Liz Cheney. Bob, welcome to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that is. And you might be concerned about the way your house looks because maybe you bought it years ago and it, some of the things are sort of dated now, uh, that really hurts the selling price of your home. So that's where you need a realtor to tell you what you're going to get your money out of if you make the repairs or you do the remodeling or whatever. Because there are some things that mean you'll get that money back and then some, and others that maybe you won't. So give give real estate agents, I trust, a shot here. These are the best agents in the country. I think there's like 1,600 of them, countrywide. But Glenn's team uh, has fully vetted these uh, agents and made sure that they've got great track records and that they have good marketing plans so you're not just doing continual open houses. Nothing better than keeping your house immaculate every single day just to make sure uh, people aren't coming over and checking out your house. You need somebody who, who can really get the job done for you, and especially if you're relocating and buying and selling a home. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
3: Pat Gray.
1: Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. B to Bodine tweets. Um, maybe we can get Kanye to run for Liz's seat since he lives in Wyoming
2: now. Uh-huh. How much better would America be right now if Kanye <laughs> West were president instead of Joe Biden? Mm. Seriously.
1: Infinitely better. Yes. Infinitely. Wow. Real random G tweets. If I were an employee forced to vaccinate, I'd sue if I get those terrible side effects. Mm-hmm. And you should. Mm-hmm. Right? If they force you yep. to go get whatever vaccine and and then you start into a you know tailspin of some kind either you're really sick or you grow a third eye mm-hmm. whatever the case may be i uh, i think they're liable
2: the government has said that the pharmaceutical companies are not liable right but the, and the employers right and and the government had, the government said that look there's nothing in our fund sorry here's you know 1% of the damages that are owed to you so who's left
1: Uh The employer that forced you to take the vax in the first place. And in fact, OSHA has told employers they may be liable
5: (laughs) for, quote,
1: any adverse reactions, unquote, if they mandate COVID shots. (laughs) The plot thickens. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's our way out. That's our way out of this thing. Scare the crap out of your employer. That is Joe Biden's OSHA, too. Interesting. Yes, it
2: is. I mean, I don't know.
1: But that's finally somebody who's stepping into the fray who is sane mm-hmm. and saying, no, wait, okay, if you're going to do that, there, there's going to be consequences. Hmm. I think that's great. Um, so we'll okay. see. That's interesting, though, because, like, see. A big
2: government bureaucracy under a Democratic president, OSHA, would love <clears throat> to clamp down on businesses, right?
1: You would think so, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. But they also want us all to get the vaccine. Right. So which way you're going to go, OSHA? It looks like you're going to go after big business after
1: all. <laughs> or will they backtrack tomorrow and oh, yeah. say, oh, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. you, I, What we really meant to say was... Yeah, right was, now, in a conference room. Uh, it's perfectly fine if uh, yep. an employer mandates vaccines. Yeah. So perfectly I'm, fine. Somebody's saying...
2: Who put out this memo? Uh Why am I seeing this in the Washington Times today?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Hmm. Hey, did you know Kenny Mayne is leaving ESPN? I did. That stinks, man. That sucks. He's so good. I really like Kenny Mayne. Apparently, he was a salary cap uh, casualty, is what he said. Uh, I guess ESPN's really cutting back on what they're paying their anchors. And supposedly, he was making $3 million a year. Pretty good, uh, you know. Pretty good game. That
2: seems pretty good, yeah.
1: But uh, I, I, you know, it's sad. He wrote this really long thing about uh, how he's going to miss ESPN and the, you know, the response to him from people that he's not going to be there anymore. And then he wrote about his first day on the job. Mm. Day one, I had trouble with the computer. Stuart Scott and Susie Colber, <clears throat> the show's main anchors, were very welcoming. Did everything they could to put me at ease. Maybe 4,500 viewers were watching, but I was keyed up like I was co hosting the moon landing with Walter Cronkite. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't figure out the computer. So Julie Maryish, my producer, comes over and puts her hand on my shoulder and asks, Are you okay? I lied and said yes, and thought to myself that if I run out of the building right now and drive away, no one will know that I sucked at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The person who hired me will eventually come to terms with the terrible hire he made. Uh, and they'll say, I told you that he doesn't know anything about baseball and middle relievers. Because he went on and on about how he... they In one of the interviews with ESPN, they asked him about who the middle reliever was for the Chicago Cubs. And he didn't know. Mm. And he claims he still doesn't know. <laughs> uh, but then he says, everyone will move on with their lives and I'll be out of here. But I stayed uh, and I'm I'm glad he did because he was awesome. But it reminded me of my first day on uh, on my first job in radio. Oh wow! I showed up to be trained by the night guy, the seven to midnight guy, Dale Stevens. Hmm. And uh, this was on the, from the main streets of Helena. Oh wow! Course, where drive by shootings happened on a regular basis, and we were. This. We were located right on a city street with a huge plate glass window
2: oh, after to dark. the right
1: of us. After dark. And no, you could sir. shoot right in there. It's a, oh it's a miracle my. I'm still alive. Right. Anyway, so I'm there being trained by uh, this, the regular guy uh, from 7 to midnight. And after about a half an hour, he says, okay, you got it, right? I got some production to do, so I'm gonna, I'm going to go into the production room. You got it, and, right? And do commercials. You got it. You got this. I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, n- n- no. So he left me alone in there. Day one on the air with like a few minutes of instruction, and it was a total disaster. Oh no! I mean, it was the it, it was back in the days, obviously when when we played records on the radio. So you had to cue up the song, yep. whir, 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 find the very beginning of it, mm-hmm. and then leave it there. And then you'd put the turntable back in gear. And so when you push the button, it started right up with the song. Right. So you had to have one song lead right into another. Um, and anyway, a lot of times during my alone period, mm-hmm. <laughs> on my first day on the job, I would forget to take it out of queue. So when you're queuing it up, you, you put it into what was called queue with the, the dial, the potometer. <laughs> And only you could hear it.
2: Yeah. So there's a separate little speaker that you can separate hear. Separate little speaker that only isn't on over the air.
1: Mm-hmm. And about 90 percent of the time, I forgot to turn it back up, so you could hear it on the air. Oh. no. So I'm listening to the cue speaker, and no, I'm hearing the song just fine. Oh. oh, oh, oh Nobody no. else was, but <laughs> what was Dave doing? I was Dale. Dale, Dale. Stevens was was doing his production. In oblivious the, to what was the, happening. Completely oblivious. And every once in a while, he would tune, tune in to, the, uh, to, the, to what was going on on the air, uh-huh. and he would hear dead air, nothing on it, and race down the hall into the studio and turn up the, the dial really quickly so it would be on the air. I mean, it was... Anyway... Uh, I was devastated by the end of this thing, yeah. and I was done. I, I was so humiliated that I, I was like, okay, I'm not coming back. I, this is not for me. I guess oh. I can't do this. I was just, I was humiliated. <clears throat> and uh, as I was heading out the door, the midnight to six guy was coming in the door. His name was Jack Womack. And uh, he, too, had started his career in high school, but he started a few years before me. Anyway, he saw the look on my face. And said, "Hey, come stay on my show, and I'll I'll hang with you, and we'll do this together." And I'm like, "No, no," and no, I just I'm gonna go home. It's like, "No, no, dude, stay, stay, and I'll walk you through it." And he did, and I did, and worked out really well. But Jack, his name was Jack Womack. He is now the uh, senior vice president of CNN.
2: <laughs> wow! But
1: he saved my radio career, so. At least there's one person at CNN that I appreciate.
0: Pat Gray.
5: Unleashed.
1: Greta Thunberg. You know her. You love her. Oh, you could have stopped it. You know her. You know her. <laughs> That's more accurate, obviously. Uh, she's actually mocking John Kerry because John Kerry actually said something reasonable. Uh What he said was, I'm told by scientists, not by anybody in politics, but by scientists, that 50% of the reductions we have to make to get to net zero by 2050 or 2045, as soon as we can, 50% of those reductions are going to come from technologies that we don't yet have. And I believe that. I mean, if we're going to reduce carbon emissions Yeah, there's going to be technological breakthroughs that allow us to do that. This will happen. But you know what? You can't say that if you're a climate catastrophist because uh, then you can't control what's happening right now. They want you to believe that right now this has to be taken care of. And that's why we have to spend trillions and trillions of dollars and ruin our economy in the process so that we can bring on communism. It's just the red movement I think we all realize that by now. Uh, and he said that's just a reality. the technology will help us get out of this and people who are realistic about this understand that's part of the challenge. So that's actually you know something reasonable to say about the climate situation if if you really believe that climate change is killing the planet, and that there's going to be an absolute disaster as a result of it, um, then it's pretty reasonable to assume that we're going to have better technology right uh, in the future than we do right now. But Greta Thunberg went to Twitter to ridicule him and criticize his argument as pure fantasy. Great news, she wrote. I spoke to Harry Potter and he said he'll team up with Gandalf, Sherlock Holmes and the Avengers and get started right away. <laughs> Why? Why do we have to hear about this teenager who knows absolutely nothing? Also, of course, Michael Mann, who's supposed climate scientist, went on to accuse Kerry of participating in pernicious technophilia that had infected public discourse. And he blamed Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates for popularizing the idea that technology advances offered hope to lessen carbon emissions. How insane is it to not have that hope that technological advances will help us in the future?
2: Mm. I think it's fair to say whether it's John Kerry or Greta Thunberg, they both just speak a bunch of... uh, Gobbledygook,
1: Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. It's that gobbledygook? gobbledygook. That's yeah. a word you'd use to describe uh, it is, what they... It is a word I'd use. Okay. Not the only one. Yeah. But it's one we can use on the air. <laughs> and that's uh, advantageous, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, eco-warriors freaking out about everything. Like the dark side of our houseplant obsession. Oh, no. I don't really have an obsession for houseplants. Do we, we
2: have a dun-dun-dun houseplants? Oh,
1: For many millennial (laughs) plant parents, houseplants are pets to be loved and cherished, but when showing off their green lifestyle on Instagram, to date there are 11.5 million uh, house or indoor plants hashtag posts. (laughs) Few uh, houseplant-aholics realize there's an elephant in the room. The vast majority of houseplants are grown in peat. You know the peat moss? (laughs) <laughs> a nutritious soil-like substance formed from decayed organic matter over time.
2: Okay, so what's the problem
1: now? Well, the mining of peat moss is now widely condemned as unsustainable. Okay, environment wrecking and carbon emitting. <laughs> okay, so even a natural uh, substance like peat moss is is contributing to global
2: warming. What do, I mean at this point is there anything left? That doesn't contribute to global warming.
1: I don't think so. Like coal or oil, it is effectively a finite resource. It does regenerate, but only forms at a rate of one millimeter annually. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. All right. I mean, come on. So there's. By the way, oil is not a uh, fossil fuel and a finite resource. I love it. It's a naturally occurring goo that. Uh, comes from inside the earth. Strangely, however, very few houseplant buyers who are mostly in their 20s and 30s seem to be aware of peat moss as a finite oh, resource. Well,
2: they better educate themselves, huh?
1: They better. They better, because, so, man, I want those houseplants to to stop. They're killing us. They're killing <laughs> us dead.
2: What in the world, man? I can't.
5: <laughs> this is part of the Bay Tree Pact. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. What how they're doing. I don't know. We should see if they got any of those uh, videos. Wax on, wax off videos. Yeah. Those two chicks sitting in their yard. <laughs> Remember them? Yeah. Those are good times. That yeah, was, good times. The world was only like slightly aflame.
1: We were young and innocent back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was that, 2018? Yeah. How old were you in 2018? I don't think I was even born yet. I'm bad at math, so I honestly yeah. can't answer that question. I, I wasn't. I wasn't even born wow i wasn't even a, a gleam in my father's eye in what? 2018 that's how long ago that was Wait,
2: you're two years old yeah no, oh you're
1: whatever i mean i don't know i'm however old since then but old I, enough i to wasn't even born
2: decide what gender you want to be
1: right right well i was old enough for that when yeah. i was one
2: okay <laughs> okay
1: yeah. speaking of which oh as you kind of dissuaded me sorry now from the,
2: oh sorry i didn't mean to that's <laughs> nah, fine i tilted you toward the gender stack yeah, you did. Oh, that that couple in England sat down for a uh, talk show
1: there. The British it, parents. Yeah. Uh, we got to. We have to show you this because. So their kid's four now. Right. So, so keep in mind. I mean, this was two years ago. Right. Right. So.
2: so, but when the kid was two, that's when the kid decided to be what gender it wanted to be, and they were just so proud to tell the world.
4: And here they are telling I, it. I, I know it, it almost goes without saying, but it's really true is that we absolutely we adore Stormy. We yeah. love him so much.
3: Him. And I was so proud of him. Stormy. and so
4: proud of the, the, the choice that he has made. Stormy. And he, you're proud you know, of the I, uh, uh-huh. 18 months ago, two years ago, right. if I'd heard this story from somebody else, I wouldn't have believed it. And yeah. I, I mean that absolutely sincerely. I wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was all made up. I thought it wasn't Little. real. I thought the whole thing was, yeah. was made up by parents. But I absolutely, because I've seen it, I've experienced mm-hmm. it, and I've learned about it, I absolutely mm-hmm. support. Or and walls that's the thing, isn't it? The, As a society, sorts, we tend to want unreal. to put people
0: into a girl or a boy box. That just fits with what we know. That yeah, fits with how, how we? we sort of think she think you. It makes sense. It makes us feel comfortable. Of but sorts. that's not reality, actually, is it? For lots yeah, of children. It? And,
4: and, and sorry, the, the thing is that so many people Think that the biological sex and the gender is the same thing right I say including me two years ago including me that's asinine and it's only when you realize that they're not they're the same them. thing mm-hmm. right then you start to think well actually what, like what Stormy has decided and other uh-huh. children in the same position hmm. what, what he has decided what we've supported yeah. should be celebrated supported. really is something.
2: Stormy's a girl by the way
1: can you be any more stupid than that is it possible as parents to be any more irresponsible You allowed your child at two years old to change their gender at two? Can you imagine that? That this child really knows what it wants at two years old? Started out as a biological female or male? A female. Female and transitioned to male at two. Of souls. And now they're... Now this person is four years old. It's abuse. And the British parents are proud it's, of what they did. It's abuse.
2: Come on. There's not another in, word.
1: In any other era in world history, that child would be taken from these people. Wow, that is two years old. And they're on British national television uh, talking about it, bragging about it. Happy proud that they did this exactly to their two-year-old from
2: one extreme to the other from <clears throat> should be just ostracized how about the happy medium how do they just lay low and nobody knows about their story no 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 it's on the other extreme they're on national television yeah. getting praise from the anchors oh it's crazy to think that we would put boys and girls in two boxes <laughs> of salts Oof. i mean just devastating for these children uh, across the board, I mean, whether it's the transgender thing or Man. COVID protocols or 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 critical race theory, we're going to find a way to destroy
1: lives, young lives. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm speechless. I, I don't even know what to say to that.
2: Do we do we want to be further depressing That's and and see other ways that we're destroying kids?
1: Yes, but first. You the using the word. Uh-huh.
3: I don't think it means what
1: you think it means. Right. Probably right. <laughs> so Jeez. applicable. So what which were you thinking? I honestly don't
2: of? know, Pat. Uh, I don't know if I you got... want to do the poor ten year old boy talking in front of the school board. I don't know if you want to do the the little, the the parents... little knitted
1: things. <clears throat> the parents at the school board oh, reading oh, these oh, books. That one. I, I I'm not sure if we should play that because okay. it's no, just I wasn't, so graphic. No, I was talking about the ten year old kid. <clears throat> this one, yeah. you're right, is so graphic <clears throat> what but they're reading at night. to describe it uh in loudon county virginia school parents uh these parents of school kids in the ninth grade were read to with these pornographic books is all i can describe them as ninth graders are
2: assigned to read these books and these parents read excerpts to the school board and they are pornographic Period.
1: so each uh, like a bunch of parents stand up and read a section aloud to the school board Uh, just for effect. And then another one stands up and reads another section. And then another one stands up and reads. And it is disgusting stuff. It's it's not airable. It's absolutely pornographic. And that's what they're learning in ninth grade. That's what they're reading in ninth grade. And at the end, they have a spokesperson come up and stand there and say, okay, you've just heard about this and this and this and this. Do you want to talk about it here? No, of course you don't. Let me see by a show of hands who wants to. Nobody raises their hand. So he said, okay, none of you want to hear about this, but our ninth graders are hearing about this. And not only that, but just him
2: telling them this stuff is a violation of uh, sexual harassment in the workplace. Right. I mean, because these were graphic. I mean, we're not overselling this. It was rough. So we went back and forth on whether or not to air this, but just know that it... And we'll, we'll, it we'll tweet it, it out uh, and, at and Pat if, Unleashed. If you want
1: to hear it or see it, you can. Uh, but yeah, we won't play it here um, because it is despicable <sighs> stuff. And he said, well, look, this is a room full of adults mm-hmm. and we're we're super uncomfortable with it. It shouldn't be read here. You want, you want our ninth graders reading this garbage? <sighs> I'm sure that had no impact anyway because these school board people are... Uh, Apparently brain dead. They're just so woke, they've, they've just lost their minds. So <laughs> then we have this 10-year-old at another school board meeting in Pennsylvania. Now, this one is something we can play.
5: I just turned 10 years old, and I am a fourth grader at Felix A. Williams. I expected school to be a little bit different in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it would stay this way all year long. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised by the rules. A lot of them didn't make any sense to me, like the fact that we were not allowed to play on the playground or have student council or turn to face each other at lunch, and we also have to wear masks outside at P.E. Face and on track. I love my school and all, but my teachers seem really stressed, and that makes me feel bad. One teacher walks around with a clipboard full of referrals for any student whose mask isn't on properly. It makes me feel scared. That same teacher yells at us having our masks down to drink water while we are outside in Carlin. She told us we had to wait until we were in our parents' car to have a drink of water. She had oh her mask down the entire time while she was yelling at us, which makes me and all <laughs> my friends very mad. This happens a lot.
3: <laughs> and right. it seems
5: unfair teachers take their masks off while, they're huh. yell- while they yell at us kids and that we need to pull ours up. I asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is hypocrisy. <laughs> Wearing a mask all day makes me feel really tired and gives me really <laughs> bad headaches. <sighs> Sometimes I'm in school and I need to lay low in the until they're gone.
2: Oh my gosh, she's hiding. My in mask the gym. also
5: sticks to my face when it's really hot and it makes mm-hmm. it hard to breathe. Yep. I feel like I can't catch my breath, and that makes me feel claustrophobic and anxious. Thank you. It's really stressful. Me too. I finished taking all of my alpha says and i had a hard time focusing with a mask on a few weeks ago i ran into my teacher outside of school she didn't even recognize me because she's never seen my face before but i knew it was her because she sits at her desk a lot without the mask on i know my teacher has asthma and everything but i understand why it's hard for her to wear a mask and i think she should have that choice but i should too I have allergies, and I feel really anxious with my face covered. But I'm not allowed to mask work like her. It seems unfair. All this seems unfair, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I miss seeing people's face. I miss the way things used to be.
1: Uh, okay. Nicely done by that kid. Yeah. Ten years old? Yeah. That's great. Maybe they'll listen to him. I doubt it, but, but maybe.
2: Could you hear the, the, the parents cheering? Yeah. Obviously in another room... Because we're idiots the way we're running the society, separating it. And the kids had to turn around and not face each other at lunch. And the the, the hall monitor teachers are going around giving whatever marks for not wearing your mask properly. We are Mm -hmm. creating a generation of psychopaths. That's what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. We haven't even started to pay the price from what we've done in the last year in this country.
1: That's for sure. That's... The unintended consequences of this folly, this foolishness, uh, they're going to be far-reaching. Way into the future.
2: Man, I, I used to think unintended consequences. Now I don't know so much. Yeah, I,
1: they might be intended. Yeah, I think... You're right. Yeah. They might know exactly what they're doing.
2: Yeah.
1: 888-900-3393. Uh, also, a Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A train operator has come under fire after uh, they apologized over a complaint... <laughs> that one of the passengers had a non-binary passenger. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, there was a non-binary passenger on board when the conductor greeted everybody by saying, get this. What? Hang on, though, to something. Okay,
2: so this is the announcement that the conductor makes on the train in England.
1: Yeah. You might actually throw up a little bit in your mouth. To try to keep it inside. Oh
2: gosh, what did he say?
1: Said good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> sorry. It's... You okay. I had to choke it back. <clears throat>
2: I mean, be professional. I know that's a really a horrible tough to... thing.
1: What a horrible thing to say to your train customers. Well, I mean, I'm sorry you had to read that. Yeah. Me too. Sorry, audience. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh. Oh wow. Putting them wow. in boxes. Why the hate? Why? Hmm. <laughs> Why the mongering in hate and the hate mongering, people who monger uh, in hatred? And uh, they were called out about it. Good. The non-binary passenger who goes by the Twitter name Lawrence and uses the pronouns they and them. (laughs) They and them. Um, Also states they represent the Rail, Maritime, and Transport Trade Union. In their complaint, Lawrence stated Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, so as a non binary person, this announcement doesn't actually apply to me, so I won't listen. Oh gosh, what are we Oh no seven? You you didn't listen to the announcement that they were wishing you a good morning? Oh that's that's too bad. Oh well, let's move on. Right. Nope. No. In response, the train company said, I'm really sorry to see this, Lawrence. Our train manager should not be using language like this. How did we get here? And I thank you for bringing it to my attention. I mean... Point of personal privilege? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's unbelievable. (laughs) How many times a day do we wind up saying that, though? It's really not anymore because it happens all the time. I
2: mean, the guy reacts that way. That's his prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Then he shouts it to the world. Mm-hmm. Still his prerogative. Mm-hmm. But then to acknowledge this, the train company not only acknowledges it. Yeah, but we shouldn't then, use oh, language like this. Apologizes? We are in a bizarro world,
1: man. How are you supposed to greet people now? I guess, good afternoon, good afternoon. Everyone? Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. I don't whoa. what if I don't want to have a good afternoon?
2: And who's to say I identify this time of day as an afternoon, sir? Oh wait, I just gendered you. Sorry. Ooh, wow, that's one of
3: personal privilege.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yeah.
1: Please it's... do not mm-hmm. use gendered language to to address everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's super important. Mm-hmm. Super, super important. Alright. One ridiculous story after another.
2: (laughs) Oh no, what now?
1: So let's just, let's finish it off with something fun.
2: Oh, wow. All right?
1: Uh, We got this unbelievable uh, footage from a kid at a baseball game. Oh, wow. He's being pitched a ball Mm -hmm. and then a ball comes from another field, like a foul ball. Right. And he hits a ball!
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, there's no chance that ever happens again in the history of the world. Look at that. I mean he hit the foul ball better. Honestly, cuz he <laughs> Yeah, he did. cuz he hits the, the pitch he crushed the into the ground. <laughs> and he hits the foul ball in the air. That was That's, that's pretty ridiculous. Weird. How what, what are, are the, the odds? No, stop, that was my line.
1: <laughs> what I are mean, the odds? Astronomical. A billion to 1, a trillion to 1. As far as I know, it's never happened before and will probably never happen again.
2: I mean, seriously, if you just let the universe play itself out, that kid would win the lottery five times before (laughs) any kid hits both balls like that again.
1: It's amazing. It's weird that the ball would be fouled off right to where he's swinging and he hits a ball. (laughs) Puts them both in play. Now, what if you okay? Hold on, we we need another camera angle of
2: like the poor fielders. They're like, oh.
1: Yeah, I want to see. What? I want to see what happened then afterwards. All
2: right, what do you do?
1: <laughs> what crazy. do you do if you're in the field? Uh, you go after them both, I guess. <laughs> and then I'm sure the umpire made him redo it, right? You'd have to you'd have to redo the, the pitch. Well, oh,
2: that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, I would have just let yeah. the kid have two bases. <laughs> You know, it's a single. Now nah, you're getting the second because you hit both balls.
1: <laughs> cool, though. And speaking of which, uh, here's uh, a, an actual animal video that is pretty amazing. There's a uh, burning building in Chicago, and a cat jumps out the window. Is it the fifth story window? Fifth story. And watch what happens. Okay, here we go. And... Wait. It's on fire. And there it goes... Oh! Oh, and he <laughs> lands coming. on his feet How wild is that That's pretty incredible I
2: mean he literally lands on his feet And just walks <laughs> off like nothing happened
1: And that's what we're always told Is that cats always land yeah. on their feet
2: Can we see that one more time Just just the very end there Because it goes by so quickly You gotta watch Just you keep watching the bottom of the screen And your eyes will be in the right place When he lands Or she I don't want to gender the poor feline They They Oh, meow.
1: Meow. oh Boing <laughs> <laughs> Huh Uh, You assume that the cat was fine because it did kind of walk off, right?
2: Sure. And then it probably (laughs) keeled over and died like a block away after the person stopped rolling camera.
1: (laughs) Probably. Now you know the rest of of the the story. All right, so for tomorrow... What do you got? uh, We got these uh, stories about the knitted penis for extremely small girls to wear in their pants if their parents believe them to be transgender like the two-year-old kid that made the transition and is now four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Stormy. Oh, Stormy. Uh, So for Stormy, uh, this would be really uh, handy, I guess. It's intended for girls so young that they demonstrate the product in a diaper. Ugh. Because you want your child, you know, to choose their gender.
2: Are you literally that saving that story for tomorrow when literally, Jeffy's here?
1: Literally saving it for oh, tomorrow when Jeffy's here. This, yeah, could go bad. So we got that going for us. Have <laughs> a great day in the meantime. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>